three core conflict traps that are easy to fall into. If I was to ask you from your experience, Tom, with conflict, what would you say is the number one trap that most people would fall into? With conflict, what is the number one? The number trap. trap. Can I have a guess? Go on, Susan. Tom's phoning a friend. Is it about thinking that it's all about you? Nice one. Good one, Susan. Is that what happens with Tom? No comment. (laughs) I mean, I don't know whether whether Susan's answer is is right. I would have thought, and it could be, you know, it could be right. I, I, I get where she's coming from. For me, the number one, actually, you might be right. I think the number one trap is that when I'm in a situation, when you're in it, you you don't really see much else than what you're seeing yes. in your view. Nice. I like it. I'm going to come. I think that's the second trap, but I'm going to show you what I reckon the number one is, and it's this. Can you see the picture, Tom? He did it. Can you see? <laughs> See that one's blue. <laughs> Shifting blame. Yeah, it's it's blaming the other person. It's it's not seeing our part in the conflict. It's seeing what the other person does. That that you know you often see the other person causing the conflict. Scott, but do you know what I think happens with me? And that is that I sometimes come to this automatic assumption. Listen, this is just him creating a story to suit their interests. So, and, 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 and that may or may not be right, but I automatically put that in, right? Does that make sense? Okay, that is trap number three, Tom. So you're jumping ahead again. Okay. <laughs> but I like it. I like it. Um, but the question is, did you know that when you had three brains in your head? Should we bring in Rowan? Yeah, bring in Rowan. If you Come can- on, Rowan. Come, in, come on in. <laughs> turn, your camera, turn your camera on and it should be coming on in a moment because um, Rowan's, look, Rowan was impacted in a very interesting way and the reason I say it is that Rowan's one of the great property management businesses in Australia, a specialist PM company. He does have a number of salespeople, but it is a specialist PM company. And what actually happened, Scott, is during the first COVID lockdown where um, tenants started ringing in large masses, we want a rent discount, we can't pay our rent, you know, some of these tenants were honest and some were being dishonest. Mm. The interesting bit was that, you know, Rowan's business was one of the most impacted because he actually manages a lot of property, but a lot of those properties were units which were even more challenging than your typical house, like, you know, inner city units. He's in, he's in Woolloomooloo. Um, so 
Rowan, thank you, by the way, for doing this. No dramas. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And one of the biggest things that, that Scott put forward was it was towards the end of the session was one thing was saying, you know, you, you say your sentence, and I do this all the time, especially on email, and I always comma, but. And <laughs> Scott always said, look, change that to an and. And it has, you know, that simple three words has changed so much and opened so many doors for me over the last couple of weeks just in getting conflicts resolved. It was, yeah, just three little simple word, um, letters. Um, it's surprising. Scott, Scott the, 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 the professor of all of this, tell me why the replacement of a word from but to and makes the situation so much better. Why is that? Oh, Tommy, we talked about this at ARIC. It's just such an, a simple thing. But when you say a but, it dismiss, dismisses or discounts or diminishes what the other person just said or even what you've just said. You say, oh, da, 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 but it just takes it away. Whereas if you say and, it's saying, yes, there's this part and there's this part. And then they, they may not totally align and they can still be valid at the same time. Okay, so what it is? Sorry, sorry, Ron. Sorry, that would go back to giving them options as well. Yes. Yes. So yeah. You're not just ending it. It's opening those <laughs> options. Whether you're giving them two or three, it's bringing it all back into that. Yeah, and and it's saying something like, and look, I I know this is not exactly what you're after. And what I am able to offer are these couple of options. Which which of those would work for you the best? So it's still putting an and rather than a but. Love it. Love it. So I, I, that's, I mean, it's funny, Scott, we're talking about the and and the but because we talked <laughs> about that at Byron Bay two years ago and I remember getting really conscious and using it, and I remember thinking to myself, okay, this is a good learning that I'm going to have for life, and now I've realised I've forgotten because... I, yes, Tom, I heard you use a bat earlier in the, in the program and I decided not to say anything. <laughs> yeah. Susan's got it on record. Don't you just pretend you didn't. Yep, we'll check that. Hey, I've got to. It, it, just go, it just goes to show it's not one and done. It needs to constantly be in your head. It does. Yes, yes. The other thing, the other thing that Rowan said was uh, earlier on is the understanding of your own personality style. Because yeah. I think that, and I do it, and I notice that salespeople do it as well. They'll often communicate, sell, and influence in the way they like to buy, that the way they like to communicate. So they have this automatic assumption that yep. this is what it's got to be. Example: If you're a if you're a person that let's assume you just want to buy at the cheapest price, you don't care about you know any of the value add. I find that people like that often go in and just sell a low fee automatically in their head because they believe that that's what the whole world wants. So understanding what you're like might help you understand that don't necessarily sell like that to every person. Because when what do they say? If you're, if you're seven foot tall, everyone looks short, right? 
<laughs> yeah, I like that. And it reminds me, I mean, we talk, I think Ryan was talking about the conflict characters, but there's something else I do in my team when I do team stuff. It's given you a test drive of Real Estate Gym. Let me tell you, if you're a subscriber and a member of the gym, you'll be getting videos from our co-coaches all the time. You'll be getting mentors, you'll be getting scripts, you'll be getting dialogues, you'll be getting templates, and most importantly, my prospector, your personal accountability system to make more calls, get more appointments, get more listings. From around $10 per week, realestategym.com.au, your personal coach.